Welcome to the Jesus Sisters podcast. It's not a coincidence you're here. We thank you for joining us on this journey to seek a close and personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the first Jesus Sisters episode. We are so excited you're here. We know where two or more are gathered, there he shall surely be. I'm Laurel. Thanks for joining us. And I'm Allie. So Allie and I, um, we're just two good old-fashioned girls uh, trying to navigate this crazy world of um, life, basically, you know, with all the different things that life brings us. And we're just so excited to share about how having a personal relationship with Jesus has just transformed our lives. I mean, both of us have our own testimony and we'll get into that, you know, in another episode, but really we just feel called to do this. Um, I don't know, maybe Jesus thinks we're crazy enough to do it. (laughs) We don't know. We can't figure out why we were called to do it, but we're really excited because we just, our main goal is to share with you what it's like to have a personal relationship with Jesus. It's not about a religion. It's about loving Jesus and what that looks like every day in your life. And every day as Christians, you know, we should be in the Word. And that's why when we started this podcast, we decided that we were going to have, you know, at least we're going to be reading other scriptures, but we want to have at least one or two pivotal scriptures. So with this episode, we prayed on it and we thought Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened. And what does that mean to you, Laurel? I mean, initially, (laughs) initially, well, part of my journey was that I, when I was not having an intimate relationship with Jesus, intimate kind of sounds weird, but yeah, you know what I mean, a personal relationship with him. um, I really did believe in a lot of spirituality. And so I was really big on the ask, believe, receive. And it was just all about like the law of attraction and attracting certain things into my life. But what that means to me biblically, now that I'm like in a different place, I mean, basically that means that the Lord is going to be there for me always. So if I just seek him, he will be there. It doesn't necessarily go into ask, believe, receive, like, hey, ask for whatever you want and you're going to get it. I mean, sometimes it works out that way. But um, what I learned in reading the Bible more, in, and that's what it's all about, right? It's what's in the Bible. Uh, what I've learned more about reading the Bible is that it doesn't, you're not going to get everything you want. It needs to be aligned with what God's will is. And so that's just a really important um, port, important part of it. So I, I don't know. What do you think, Allie? I think that, you know, this is saying that, you know, it starts with you. Ask and it will be given to you. But you first have to take that initial step of asking. He is a good father, but he's also a gentleman and he gives us free will and he doesn't push anything on us. But, you know, we have to seek and we will find because that is who he is. He loves us. And he's saying, if you knock, it will be open to you. But that's why we're doing this because we want everybody to seek because as soon as you take that initial step to seek, he comes running, you know, he leaves the 99 for the one. And it's just people knowing, I think sometimes we think, you know, where's Jesus? Where is God? But we don't get educated. We don't open our Bibles. So we don't know 
how to seek him or what that looks like. But a lot of times it's just you putting yourself out there and saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to open my Bible today, or I'm just going to talk to him and say like, Hey Lord, like, are you there? I need you. And he's going to answer. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, again, it doesn't mean that everything you seek, you will find, but if you're seeking a relationship with him, you will get that every single time. He's mm-hmm. just waiting. He's mm-hmm. there whether you realize it or not. And I know for some people who may not be um, in love with Jesus like we are, we're hoping we're going to turn that around. Mm-hmm. But um, it might be hard to believe that. But he is. He's there all the time. Whether you feel him or see him, um, you know, working in your life, he is there. That is that is one thing that we are guaranteed all the time. So it doesn't necessarily mean material things, which let's face it, girl, we like our sparkles. Mm-hmm, we do oh. like our sparkles. <laughs> Allie, Allie likes your diamonds. I mean, I like my diamonds too, but I'll settle for fake ones. <laughs> I mean, I'll settle for diamonds are forever. So <laughs> the Lord Can't. created diamonds. Just saying. <laughs> I, didn't, I would not have put that price tag on that's them. That's one thing. But somebody, man, did that. But Jesus did create them, and that's why I think I like them. That's one thing that uh, we, and this is, we'll share, Allie and I will probably share more in depth about how we actually first connected when we were getting into, like, spirituality. When I first met Allie, because I was like, uh, Jesus, uh, what is, you know, like, I grew up in the church and I knew who Jesus was, but it was not, like, I, it's not the, the relationship that I have now. Jesus was just, like, kind of this figure. figure. Yeah, that was just elusive, yes. right? But um, you didn't really understand. You knew that, like, in, in church, you went with your parents, and you knew that he was on this cross, and he looked in pain, and a lot, but you right. didn't know that it was for your sins. You didn't know, you know, the price that he really paid because a lot of times, you know, growing up for me, you know, in the, in the Catholic church, everything was so, uh, formal where, you know, it's very hard for a child to have a personal relationship with Jesus when everything is so, uh, you know, formal, like a, a ceremony and you don't understand half the words, it's like, where, there, thou, out. And when you're, <laughs> when you're eight, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm sleepy. I even like, <laughs> I look at my old precious moments Bible from when I was a kid and I gave it to my daughter because I thought I was like, I was doing her solid. And then I opened it up. I was like, whoa, she is never going to understand this. No wonder I had no idea what was going on. Isn't it nostalgic though to see It you? is. It's iridescent. And just in case anybody was wondering who doesn't want an iridescent precious moments Bible? Like that's where it's at. Thank you, Jesus. But anyway, it's hard. Right. And, and so when we got into spirituality, I can speak for myself. It was really about everything that was going on around me. I don't know. I guess what we can get more into that, but the whole point of what I was trying to say, which is taking us way out, way out of loop, which that might happen often is that we like sparkly things. So one thing that we really liked about spirituality is the druzies and the quartz and all that stuff. Yes. But I still love those things. I just don't, they're not 
they don't hold power for me like Jesus does. Yeah. Like they may have energy in the rocks. I mean, I believe that there's energy in the in the earth and stuff like that, but like well, it, I, mean, I don't create all this. I yeah. just look at it as it's one of the beautiful creations of the Lord, you know, Absolutely. a natural rock, a, a diamond or even a mountain. I just look at it, you know, I acknowledge the giver of the gift. And before, you know, I think a lot of people with spirituality, it's I'm going to acknowledge the gift and not acknowledge the giver. It's like, if we really look closely, it's like, come on, do we really think that, you know, it's just there's no giver of all these things? People have kids and experience, you know, the miracle of life and it, you know, and they don't have, they just think that that's where it ends and you know, begins and it's, it's like, just a given, if, right? If, but, and I don't mean where that. did this yeah. feeling of love come from that we have for our family and our children? That's a mirror of the Lord, and He gave that to us as an example so that we could feel what He's given us, if that makes sense. Right. Give, know? giver, given yeah. us. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, it is kind of an interesting transition. Um, even when I first started getting back into going to church and reading my Bible, I would, I really, and and this is appropriate, I suppose, for Matthew 7, 7, uh, ask it, it will be given, seeking you will find. So the seeking you, seeking you will find is what I'm talking about in particular. But I was like, mm, I don't know, do I believe it? And I really had to pray about it. And I thought, if Jesus says that he's going to be there for me, and if I seek, he will, uh, you know, I will find him, I will know. So I just started praying, show me, Lord, if you're real, if you're there, if this is, if this is where you want me to be, right, instead of it just being like, law of attraction, I'm going to write it down, and I'm going to will these things to come into my life, I really did pray about it. And, um, I'm, it was, I'm not going to lie. It, at first I was like, Oh, what am I doing? And then really I started to feel and see the Lord working in my life. Because you, you seeked and you knocked and he opened right. the door right. and that's as easy as it is. But sometimes we don't, we get so caught up in worldly things and worldly Absolutely. things. I'm guilty. It's happened to me. I mean, I used to be there too, but I can tell you what. I was not satisfied, you know, back when we first met, you know, all that whole law of attraction, you know, we're all seeking happiness. It's and you know, when you don't know him, you start searching for other things to fill you up. And, you know, I have gone through a lot of things, like she said earlier, you know, we'll get more into our personal testimony, but, you know, I was just at rock bottom and the Lord saved me. He lit a fire in me. And I know that it's all because, you know, he sent people into my life when, you know, I was so sad inside. I was trying to act on the outside that, you know, the choices that I was making were fine, that I was confident in those. But really, I was so lonely. I was uh, lost. I was so lost. And I didn't even know it. And I know that the Lord... Um, he's a good father, as I've said. He brings people that just plant little seeds where you're like, huh, I'm feeling so low right now. Like, I want to try that just so that I can get help. And then he just, that's all that he wanted. He knew that I needed help. So he sent these people to plant these seeds so that, you know, he saved me. 
Yeah. And that's why I'm here right now because I want everybody, I know that the way the world is right now, like we all need that. We're all looking for something and it's him. We just don't know it. A lot of people just don't know it. So that's why we're here. I know. It's pretty crazy to think how far I've come in my relationship with the Lord. I would say that I have been fully seeking, seeking with all of me for about two years-ish, maybe a year and a half-ish. I don't know. Um, and I also hit rock bottom. And it's funny how the Lord can work miracles when you think that you cannot take any more in life. And how he can turn that around. And again, we'll share more about that later. Um, my personal testimony is directly related to having horrible anxiety, um, which apparently that's a huge problem for a lot of people out there. So hopefully um, that story will, you know, help somebody at least, you know, be able to start seeking as well. But um, it's amazing how once I started praying every day and Prayer, that's a whole separate, that's a whole mm -hmm. episode. That's a whole episode. That's a series. That's a 10, 10 <laughs> episode right there. Um, but it's amazing how when you pray every day and you're just giving it to him, I literally can, when I am spending time with the Lord every day, I just feel on fire for life. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to explain it unless you've experienced. And that doesn't mean that bad stuff doesn't still happen. That doesn't mean that I don't have stressful moments in life. Uh, I'm having, I don't know, a handful of stressful moments in life right now, but here we are. And ultimately, the big picture is that at the end of the day, I don't have anything to worry about because I'm saved. Because we are just here for a short period yes. of time versus an eternity. I mean, an eternity is like you can't even wrap your mind around that. But once you are saved and you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I mean, you have eternity to look for. So I can, you can handle anything, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely. doesn't mean it's easy. I wouldn't want to handle it without a relationship with oh, God. No, because we're a hot mess when we try and handle it without him. And he does <laughs> say, you know, that we are going to go through trials. A lot of times people don't understand certain things. But, you know, uh, we go through trials and it says that we should feel blessed for some of those. Because a lot of times, you know, I think Jesus wants us to feel what other people are feeling so that you know we can come to them when they're low or vice versa and he also experienced all these things you know that's what he gave us when he came to this earth he showed us like you know i was this you know perfect creation but i still had all those human attributes that i had to go through the the pain and the suffering and that's just part of life and he tells us that and that's what's so great about the bible a lot of times you don't understand why these things are going on but you read that bible and you're like okay now i understand you know this is just a very very short time that we're here and it's all to get to the glory of the lord in heaven and people don't know that so it's just something pick up your bibles yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you, if you don't have one, pick one up. Or download or, it on, a, on an app. I mean, there's so many free apps you can get. I mean, we can do these podcasts and, and talk about it, but really, you know, uh, the Bible is God-breathed. So, I mean, that's supernatural power right there. You can't get any higher than that. And a lot of times people are like, oh, well, the Bible's too confusing. It's too, you know, there's different versions yes. that make it very easy to understand. And a lot of times, 
you know, it's just that act and, you know, you're planting seeds in you. And when God wants it to grow, he will make it grow. His word does not return void. And that's something that's in the Bible. And that's so comforting. That's why I just, you know, the Bible is, is everything because it explains things. It gives you understanding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if I could just give um, a plug for the Bible app, I would, I, I absolutely love my Bible app. And I mean, I don't know anybody that works in the Bible app or any affiliation with it. It is free. Mm -hmm. And I have like four different versions of it downloaded on my phone. Yes, and yes, it, because same. I do find that sometimes when I read a different version, um, that I get it, I feel a little bit different. Like, not, I feel might not be the right word, but I get a different interpretation. Yes. So my personal favorite, so take it or leave it, that doesn't, you know, whatever, just because it's my favorite doesn't mean it's yours, is the NASB, the New American yes, Standard yeah. Bible. That's my personal favorite. I know Allie likes the, what's the ampli amplified one? I like the amplified because sometimes it explains a little bit more, you know, I, I get curious about certain theology and things like that. So, um, but I like all, all versions. I like the New Living Translation because it can be very simple and easy to uh, translate, I guess. So a lot of times when, you know, especially with kids, you know, my nephew's just getting into reading the Bible. And so I knew for him and his age, you know, New Living Translation is, you know, a great place for somebody to start, you know, that's his age as far as teenage years, not quite children's where, you know, you get the Bible with the pictures in it and stuff because right. that's more when you're, you know, seven. I think I'm a really bad mom. I haven't bought my kids a Bible. Like, I mean, I need to actually know that you mentioned that. I I feel I feel like I'm should have bought my children a Bible by now. You so, did. You gave my life. Yeah, but that one doesn't count because she when she reads it, she's like, What does it mean? Same as me. Like, I don't know what that means. So now you've sparked me. I'm gonna have to get my act together. Yes, that's the best gift you can give. I know, Bible. right? <laughs> Maybe it'll help with some of our other problems in this house. <laughs> which we can talk about later. <laughs> Listen, the struggle is real. Yeah. Being being a believer in Christ, uh, I mean, I consider myself a Christian because I mean, but I mean, I, I don't think that you, there has to be any specific denomination of Christianity. I mean, I mean, if you love Jesus and you have a personal relationship with him, I think the key to it all is having a personal relationship with him. But the, but the one thing is, is that life still happens. Your kids still get in trouble at school. Uh, you still get mad. You still get mad. You still have life problems. Yes, yes. we still have the flesh, but we got to try. Yeah. That's why we're trying to, you know, you read the Bible so that hopefully you can put that Fight. flesh to bed, <laughs> kill that flesh off. And it does get easier as you walk more. Certain things that you used to struggle with, you're like, okay, I don't struggle with that so much. I mean, like she was saying earlier, we kind of have both had problems with anxiety. I mean, my anxiety. I still have it. Sometimes, was so not like I did. Yeah, severe. And now it's like I sometimes, you know, I just will have, you know, scripture in my head, you know, like, for I know the plans he has for me, plans to prosper me, plans to give me a hope and a future, plans not to harm me. And I just tell myself that when I'm, and it lifts me up. It doesn't make me go down into this deep hole when I didn't have anything. And, you know, the devil could just continue to talk in my ear and say, Allie, this, oh, but this. And, you know, and I'm definitely an overthinker. And so he knew where to get me. And, you know, 
That's oh, why. Yeah. He's yeah. good at that. Yeah. He's yeah. sneaky. Yeah. Speaking of the devil, he's, he's a punk. Been, he's been working overtime. <laughs> if you only knew what Allie and I had to go through to actually record this first episode, mm-hmm. he was trying to stomp on us. He didn't want this to happen. We li- we it's literally um, seven a.m. right now, and we're doing this before work because mm-hmm. this was the only time we we got together at six a.m. This is the only time we could do it because. Life just happened. Allie got sick. There was my all... voice was completely gone. I sounded like uh, I don't know, uh, bad, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a frog. Yeah, maybe. A frog. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, my kid's sick this morning. Yep. Let's see what else happened. Yeah, because no we coffee. Should... We were. Out, I oh, was yeah. out of coffee this morning, and you were out of I cream. <laughs> Yeah, that's tragic. I have this sign in my office that says, all I need today is a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And I'm just going to say I'm going to need more than a little bit of coffee. But I do need a whole lot of Jesus. Yeah, I would just like a drop of coffee. I haven't had any today. Girl, I'm so sorry. This is just not fair. It's just not right. I have black coffee, but I mean, I can't do uh, that's black That's not real coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can drink black coffee. Like, I just don't get it. I'm like, there's Ew. nothing. I can't do it. No. I'd be a lot skinnier. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah well, that's something yeah, else. Just because you love Jesus doesn't mean you lose weight whatever you want to. Yeah. Although, so, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have been like, Jesus, I am struggling. If you could send me some supernatural weight loss, if that's in the cards, you know, then I'll take it. <laughs> we were we were at a Allie and I went to a revival in Phoenix and um it was my first revival so it was a little overwhelming but it was good I mean the ultimate message is it's all about having a relationship with Jesus but they were saying that there were some healings going on is there any supernatural weight loss in this one lady <laughs> Pulled out her pants and she was like, I lost weight since I've been here dancing. I was like, What? Is that real? Because I would take that. Yeah. I you didn't ask me to raise my hand. I mean my hands were up the whole time, but like I would have taken that. Yeah. I'll, Jesus. I'll grab it. Yeah. But as long as it's the healthy way, right? Yeah. Well, I mean if yeah, one touch. Yeah. Make me drop ten pounds, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was like a thing. Uh, I mean, I suppose it is. If people can get healed with cancer, yeah, I don't know. yeah, I don't know. That's a whole nother. That's a whole yeah. We're thing. getting yeah, yeah. I work way off track. That's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> we're just why we're here, and we think we're funny, by yeah. the way. So we're not sorry. <laughs> yeah, and she laughs at what I say, and I laugh at what she says. So then we just kind of egg each other right. on. <laughs> oh, anyway, so uh, one of the scriptures that I, I Allie mentioned, one of the scriptures that she references all the time when she has uh, gets some anxiety. Mine is Proverbs uh, three five through six, and I have it on my computer because let's face it, when I'm working, I might get stressed out. Um, and it's trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lead on. Lean not onto thine own understanding. That's the most important part of the verse. In all ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct direct thy paths. Apparently, I can't read now either. But um, I just like that because it's it's not about what you know. I am a serious type A personality, and that's part of my problem is I think I have to be in control all the time. And it's been such a gift to learn how to give it up to, to God. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not about you, Laurel. Like, get a grip. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. It's about God. And so it's such a freedom to be able to just release that to him and not have to be in control, which I find that's where a lot of my anxiety stems from. But again, we can talk more about that. But 
Um, I, I think that, um, what we did today, Allie, I'm just, I'm happy we're here. We did yes. it. We flew <laughs> high five, but. <laughs> Unscripted. Uh, we just rolled with it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. <laughs> and we're going to be back. We're going to be back for more action. Yeah. And uh, our goal is to bring something to you once a week and just have scripture that relates to our life and just share with you what's going on in our lives. Because again, we're not perfect. We have ups and downs. Um, and to just share what that looks like and we just hope you guys want to come back so subscribe to our podcast absolutely yes all right thank you for joining us and have a blessed day